How do folks? You're very welcome to Mayo We're Back, Season 3, Episode 7. On today's show, we're going to be discussing the aftermath of the match against Kerry. We'll look forward to the big game against East Meath. And we'll be answering your questions live on Mayo Are Back. Barry Moran, are you there? Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. How are you lads? Con Mort here. Mayo Are Back. Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say Mayo Are Back. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un and welcome to the Mayo Are Back podcast. How do? Pope Francis here. Mayo Are Back. Mayo are fucking bad. Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Well, folks, welcome back. It's the second podcast in quick succession. That's what the summer is all about, ladies and gentlemen. We love to have it. We love to be on this wonderful Mayo GAA journey once again. You're listening to myself, TJ, and I'm joined by your favourite, Fat Larry. Fat Larry, how are you? Good afternoon, TJ. Good afternoon, everybody. It's great to be here here in body and spirit this week. It's good to be back. Um, we're not in the position that we hoped we'd be in, but we're back. And as we said, the Super 8s, they put the team under pressure. They put us under pressure here. It's all go, week set, on week. Set the scene for the listeners there, Fat Larry. What, what are we up to at the moment? So we're currently sitting in Abbey Field in County Limerick. It is half three on a Wednesday afternoon. We're slowly but surely making our way back to the county of Mayo. We didn't envisage when the Mayo fever descended us last week it would take us this long to get back. But it has, and it's a it's a bit of a disgrace, I have to say. Not the most enjoyable journey now either. The heads are low after what we witnessed in Killarney. It was a sour start to the sugar rates. Our Mayo boyens found themselves in some sticky situations. And in the end, it was it was all a bit salty as Kerry's golden jersey provided our Mayo boyens with a golden shower they will never forget. It's time for the No, I don't think we will. You know, we didn't expect that coming down this week after last week's performance against Galway. We very much thought that Mayo were back, but it looks like we're gone again. And, you know, we're going to have to turn it around very quick. We haven't got long to wait. As you said, East Mead coming up now on Sunday. But it's going to be good to be back on familiar soil home ground in Crow Park. Who do you think the blame lies with after the game the last day? And let's think about the main stakeholders here in the Mayo GAA spectrum. Who do you think the blame lies with? Well, as always, the blame, the list is quite long. There's, there's quite a few people who we can point this one at. Um, the first stakeholder that I would like to aim this at is the county board. I think they're the first ones that need to... Boo. They're the ones that need to uh, face up and answer some hard questions here. They're a disgrace. Absolutely. So essentially what we're looking at here is the county board had ordered the Mayo team to go out and lose this game on purpose. What? Yeah, so in order to ensure that we brought it down to a winner-takes-all clash against Donegal and McHale Park on the August Bank Holiday weekend, we had to make sure that we didn't win this one. 
and that will obviously boost our coffers, the county board coffers, no end. They're not on their own there. I'd like to give a big out, big shout out to the players who put in, for putting in one of the worst performances we've ever witnessed. So they can certainly take their share of the blame. But I think it'd be very hypocritical of us to not look at ourselves, Fat Larry, to look within... For a change. The Mayo are back team. And on a broader scale, I suppose, the inbred fans of our of our country. Were we too positive going into this game? I mean, I'm listening back to the last podcast and I'm cringing a bit at some of the comments we're coming out with. I think we were on the crest of a wave after the Galway game. Mayo fever was kicking in and we might yeah. have got a little bit carried away with ourselves. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say I probably agree with you there. Um, I know myself... I can attribute some of the blame to myself too. I, I think I made some comments regarding, uh, I think maybe Stephen Cohen and a few more, maybe maybe David Clark as well. Maybe we were a little bit premature with our uh, with our statements there. We probably need to take a look at ourselves and process that and, you know, review it. And Look, it, it didn't work for us. Being too positive didn't work for us. We better revert to type and get very negative on it now. Yeah. Let's get into the real... Nitty gritty. Suppose and and a bit like the Mayo team as well, backs to the wall, we do we generally do our best work when we're being quite negative. I've always said foot. it. I've always said it. This Mayo team always plays their best when they've got their bums to the wall. Now, some of those guys, some of those older guys looked a lot tired out there. They looked a lot more tired than their Kerry counterparts. Absolutely. And that's that's to be expected as well, playing games week in week out you know it, it's not easy to keep that going there are a few players though you'd say that you know fatigue probably isn't a problem for them you'd be looking at lads there like like David Drake and you know Adney Mornin as well you know they're not getting much game time there's no excuse for them boys to be tired I'd know what their excuse is they need to take a long look at themselves well and I'm sure no doubt they will you know but players there like I mean Killian O'Connor Fair enough, he broke the record down in Killarney at the weekend, but to purposely just tap a penalty over the bar just to make sure he got got one close to the record, that was that was shameful in my opinion. You know, we needed a goal at that point, but Killian, as is his wont, was looking out for himself, serving his own interests, tap it over the bar. You know, he's been he's made a career out of it at this stage, so. Well, Fat Larry, all you can do is call it like you see it. Well, look, that's that's what we've always ever strived to do. And we said we were going to revert to type. And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm not holding back here today. Well, I'll join in with you. I think if Ed O'Shea put as much time into playing football on the pitch as he did to shoving lads before the ball was thrown in, it's a shame when his best highlight of the whole game comes in the 10 seconds before the ball has even been thrown in and the game hasn't even started. Absolutely. That's another farce of a disgrace. Yeah. Definitely, I have to agree with you there. He was fairly anonymous out there the last day, you know, and he was someone that was, you know, we were really, we were finding hard to fault Anthony was doing over the last few weeks. But, you know, this Mayo team things generally don't run in a straight line. It's always up and down. And that's, I suppose, what makes them so fun to follow, really, doesn't it? Well, they are fun to follow, but I think the real blame has to lie with one man, the manger. There used to be two of them. Now there's only one. And for one man to shoulder that blame... Another reason why the two-manger ticket was a better system was you had two sets of shoulders. You actually had four shoulders to shoulder the blame. Mm -hmm. Now you only have one set. 
big Jimmy Hornets? Is he going to be able to take the blame on board? Is he going to be able to take or constructive criticism on board? Does he even listen to this podcast, I wonder? I'd have to I'd have to think that maybe he doesn't because, you know, if he'd been listening out there over the last few weeks, he would have got some great advice coming from us. And there's no doubt about it, things wouldn't have gone as badly down in Killarney the last day if he'd listened to what we had to say. I firmly believe that, you know. Um just very they were just very flat you know we've been we were talking about the talk about the cones there i think it was more a case of the clones last weekend the clones absolutely you know there there's no doubt about it what whatever we were looking at out there over the last few weeks you couldn't call that stephen cone that that was that was stephen clone and you know he he was swapped he was swapped back again last weekend and we saw we saw stephen cone you could also say we got a Darren clone and the real Darren Cone didn't show up either you know I don't know where he was he must have been in Area 51 where are these clones coming from Area 51 yeah Club 51 Area 51 and Club 51 there's a link there there is I know there is a congregation of we'll say half bakes not wells fully blown inbreds and even potentially aliens at this point operating within the ranks of Club 51. Some now, not all. But you know, you know, you don't know. I mean, it's a case of once you enter the club, you don't come out the same. You know, things things generally are different when you come out the other side. They're all about 51% well. So they're just about functioning. Mhm. But um, I think they need to be raided. No more than Area 51, I think we need to raid Club 51. Absolutely. Well, look, as you said, we, we all collectively know this is a great chance for everybody to take a look at themselves. You know, the fans, Mayo are back, Club 51, the players, the county board, the manger. You know, we all need to look at ourselves now. We need to do some deep soul searching before we head up to Coca-Cola Park to play. We're going to have to turn it around quick. On the rebound against East Meath. And what about Mead? What do we think? I think we're going to need to come out of the blocks fast, at pace, with speed. I think we're going to need to do a lot more fisting. Definitely. Fisting was at an all-time low in that Kerry game. Is it any coincidence that it was our worst performance of the season? Well, look what happened. I mean, people laughed at us this time last week when we talked about James Carr and how he should have possibly fisted that ball over the bar. Look what those 8 million views have done to James Carr. They've they've completely shattered him. In the space of a week, he went from being, you know, an irresistible force against Galway. He couldn't do anything right against Kerry. And you know what? I think I think all those views, YouTube views, seem to get to his head a bit. He spent less time on YouTube and more time fisting on his own. Because one man who won't have any problem with that is Adney Mornan. And I would be recalling Andy Morning for the start this weekend. Crow Park, the big open spaces, the high lobbing balls in on top of the 5'10 bomber. Big bad Randy. Put yeah. it in on top of him. Put it in high. He'll win it anyway. Win the ball and fist her home, Andy. That's what the crowd will be singing in Crow Park on Sunday at 2pm. And we hope to see a good turnout of inbreds there. I'll be there. 
You'll be there, Fat Larry? I will, yeah. I'll be there. I'll be That'll be your first game this year, won't it? It will. Look, I haven't been I went I went to New York. That was it. You haven't been well since. No, I haven't. No, I haven't been able to go to a game You're since. You're not a bit well. No, I haven't I've been now having said that I've been better now than I have been in previous years of going to Mio games. I didn't go to any last year. Now, no more than yourself, Fat Larry, this team is not well. The injury list is ever increasing. What are we going to do? Well, listen, the, the the list is growing by the day. We have Paddy Durkin has gone with the bacon string. We've lost Jeremy O'Connor to an injured Paul. Matty Ruan. Uh, I think he, he dropped off off his own accord. Didn't he didn't, he? Sorry, he didn't get injured. Yeah, he, he just, wanted to work in the bank. So, social life or mortgages or party boy lifestyle. Windmills or something. I'm not too sure. David Drake is an injured wing. He's out. He's um, going to be up to oh, out for up to three weeks with that. He will. He's mi- he's going to migrate now for a few weeks just the, to to the, to the warmer climates. The normally unflappable David Drake. So with an ever own injury list like we have, do we start looking back towards you know old friends that are no longer with us? At what point do we say, you know, where is you know the fabulous Conor O'Shea? Where is Neil Douglas? Where is you know Sinead Nally Sinead Nally Siobhan Akram Cahill Freeman you know could Cahill we make a case Freeman. for him to return back to the big ball we had a message into the page just with regards Cahill Freeman a little update he's playing with two small balls at the moment right so he's not that interested in going back to the big ball just yet yeah well it's both yeah well it's that could be hard as well you know two is better than one as we always said whether it be balls or mangers or whatever or so we were led to believe yeah so you know it can be it can be hard to convince lads as well. But with the way these injuries are going, you know, at what point do we need to start bringing in some of these new lads? Do we look towards do we look towards the under twenties? The youth. Do we look to to uh, to, to young uh, Gavin Duncan? Big bad Gavin Duncan. Or Tommy Golds, you know, good friends of ours. Are these guys are these guys deserving of their their shot? These guys have already shown on Instagram that they are open to interacting with the page and engaging with the page in fact I feel like if they were on the squad we'd have a much better chance of getting our point across onto the pitch and that would be better for all parties well it's the guys that follow and interact and you know give something to the cause these are the guys that generally are they're working out best if you're talking Drakey or Randy or you know one of these fellas you know Alan Dillon has done very well out of it as well he's got plenty of votes you know, come on, guys, jump on board. Every everyone wins here. You know, there's there's nothing nothing bad's going to come from it. Your manger isn't going to give out tea. And I suppose it would be remissive of us to talk about Mead without talking about some of the big clashes back through the years. Mm-hmm. Are you up for taking a little trip down memory lane, Fatlar? Of course, as always. I'll take you back to the year 1996. Well, the year 1996, like, it was, they were great times, you know, I think, myself and yourself, we were living, you know, we were young, young men at the time, you know, we were, we had no... Oh, listen. We didn't have any, you know, problems that come with adulthood, you know, we were just living free and easy, and, you know, they were good times, and, you know, with John Mahan in charge, the shorts were out, the sun was shining, I mean, it was, they were great times to be Mayo fans. But we were brought down to earth with an awful wallop against Mead back in 96. People have 
compared it to a modern day clubhouse oust in Ballyhane in 2015. Just the way good Mayo men like Pat and Noel were just left on the seat of their pants. You know, it was it was hard to watch, you know, and I suppose back in those days, that was only our first final loss. And how many have gone under the bridge since that? Eight. Eight, right, okay. Um, you know, it was hard to watch. I mean, I was listening to a, an old interview there earlier today with John Mahan, who did say in the build-up to that Mead game that, that that Mayo team at the time were actually capable of winning three, four, maybe even five All-Irelands. So it's hard to believe... 23 years later, we haven't got one yet. I mean, it's just, it's hard to credit. Do you think the fact we haven't won one has got anything to do with hunger? You could say that, you know, I mean, the hurling fraternity, don't they? They talk an awful lot about hunger and, and hunger is the best sauce and all that shit that the, the hungrier team wins. But, you know, I think over in this neck of the woods, I think we've a big, we've a big problem in the sense that we're not wanting at all in terms of, you know, food. I mean, if you look around there, Supermax, they're feeding us well. You've got, you've got a new chicken breast sandwich there with bacon and cheese. It's fucking taste. They're still getting a lot of food from Julian around midfield. They are. He's Especially in the midfield section. Absolutely. He's supplying a lot in midfield. You know, you've got... You know, who else do you have? You've got... You've, you've, you've got Cafolas there doing a great job. You've got Derek Doohan supplying the coffee and the fulfilled bears. Doing a roaring trade. You've got Café Rua. What about the nutritionist? The nutrient-rich Evan Regain? I mean, the list goes on. You're opening up a can of worms here. You know, we're being so well fed that I just don't think we're hungry enough, you know? We're getting three to four quality meals there a day, you know, and we're not drinking any pints. You know, we should be we should be flying fit, and for some reason it's just, you know, it's not working out for us. That's a shame. That's a shame, but that's the way it is. Now, moving on. Kieran Brannigan has been appointed as the referee for the oh. game at the weekend. Could you sum up your reaction to that in there one word? There are no words to describe this. This is just... It's week on week. They just... They just... Ah. Kieran Brannigan, I mean... What can you even say about him? Where, I'd rather take Cormac Riley. Where do you even start? At a stretch, I'd take Cormac. And we were going to do an old paper review... The one article that jumped out of us, out at us after the weekend was Joe Brawley's very predictable Mayo are dead article. Really, the antithesis of what we stand for here at Mayo are back. Joe Brawley reckons that Mayo are dead. Well, all we can say to that comment, really and truly, is listening to Joe Brawley is like dancing with the devil. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent agree. And us Mayo fans, we're we're worse for reacting to him because. These days, as we know, it's all about clicks and likes and retweets and shares and whatnot. So, if you don't agree what he has to say, just don't read it. But the common Mayo fan finds things like that a little bit hard to process at times. And of course, just to bring it back to ourselves there, if you do like what you hear, make sure to share, like, absolutely smash the follow button. 
And if you don't like this, if you think it's in bad taste, well then you don't have to listen to it. It's as simple as that, folks. Listen, guys, you need to stop filling your minds with all this tripe that you're reading from people like Joe Brawley and, you know, these guys, Dublin-based media, we'll call them. They've mm. got their own agenda. And it's, lads, it's driving you mad. Just, if you want a bit of fun, you want factual, insightful analysis and all of the latest comings and goings about Mayo GA. Forget about everything else. Come here. You'll get everything you want here. And you'll get none of that other... You know, you won't be filled with rage or any of that crap, you know. And I suppose it's no better... We, we call this a, a mindfulness podcast or an unwell podcast, actually. This but is an unwellness podcast. Hmm, it's built for the unwells to help the unwells. And this movement that's taken place over the the last couple of years and it's grown from strength to strength and that is all down to you the inbreds the fans we'd like to thank you very much for that we were thrilled with the news that the podcast ended up in the charts there at the weekend number four in Ireland in fact number four wow. in Arnold we ended up and we really have our eyes on that top spot guys so if you do enjoy what you're listening to and you can think of anyone else that might like it as well we'd like you to share this with them we call it an inbred spread, if you will. We'd like you to send on the podcast to someone else you think might like it. And let's just see how high this thing will go. Because as Fat Larry said, this is all accurate. This is all factual. This is real. It's real class. stuff. Now, as well as thanking our fanboys, we're going to give them something back. We're going to listen to them. We're going to answer their questions. Because it's not all about us. No. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the fans the fans with their ears to the ground so let's see what they have to say here comes the Q&A first up when will Adney Mornan ho okay so there's a small bit of confusion here about this one H-O so when when will Andy Mornan ho is he saying when will Adney Mornan excuse me get that pronunciation right when will Adney Mornan H-O head off could that be head off into retirement? I would say probably after Mayo win Sam. Or, so or maybe sometime off. in 2051. Yep. I'd say he's years left him. So to answer that question, I would say in the next 10 to 15 years anyways. Next up, would Jimmy Hornan play himself before he'd play the likes of Donald Drake? Well, Donald is obviously a dear friend of ours. And, you know, I would hope to think that if if all came to all, Donald would get his run. You know, Donald's proven. He's a proven track record up in Crow Park. You know, we rarely see him throughout the National League, but when the big games come, we tend to see him let out of the nest. Think 2015. I just wish this the dubs. current manger had the courage and the balls to give him the chance like the previous mangers Patanol did because he deserves it by all accounts he's flying in training absolutely so hopefully hopefully he gets his injured wing sorted and he's good to go for the weekend against Meath next question who has the keys for the Ballyhane clubhouse oh now that's a good one 
Because there there was known that there was more than one set, wasn't there? Well, there was one set given out initially, and I think off the back of that, there was a few little cuts made. And I think there could be a few big players now that have them. The latest I heard that was, other than all the big players that had them, we all know that Aiden had a, had a set, Killian had a set, Adney Mornin had... He had two sets. He had the master key. He had the master key. He had the key for the front door and the back door. But apparently, the latest key holder is Matty Ruan. Interesting. Seeing as he's he's risen so much in the past 12 months. I think they actually gave him the keys in order to watch the electricity bill. Because the lights had been left on a lot. It's and never there good. Lot, there was a lot of suspicion surrounding that. But I think... Matty is going to he'll look after the electricity it's never good when you're driving that road back and you see that the lights are on you never like to see it Cock top scorer does he deserve some free Mayo or back merchandise listen 100% let's not beat around the bush here this guy is the goat this guy has put himself into the record books for the history a record that probably won't be surpassed in our lifetime anyways if he keeps going at this projected rate. So on a very serious level, 100% well done to Killox. Free Mayor back merch. I think it would be a good time to send out a pair of Mayor back underpants to mark the occasion of becoming the top scorer in Arnold. And let's hope he doesn't shit these ones. Next question. Who will be our next joint mangers? Next joint mangers. Next joint mangers. It's a tough question to answer because it's, you know, it's like, you know, that'd be like going back to, you know, going back to your ex, you know, it'd be tough because, you know, you're never going to get one. It's never going to be the same. You know, you could go back, you know, you could maybe, let's say for argument's sake, you could have John Mahan and Martin, oh no, what I haven't said, John Mahan and Martin Kearney actually, yeah, that'd be definitely better than the last ones, I'd take that. John Mahan and Martin Kearney for me. If you're listening guys, get it sorted that'd out. That'd be a treat. What a treat that would be. Um, will, I suppose this question you could probably tie it in with Ballyhane Clubhouse, will the Mayo players be voting on James Horan soon? And which clubhouse will they pick? So just in case anyone's feeling a bit offended out there, these aren't our questions. These are coming from the people, the Mayo public. We have to air these concerns because you can't let these sort of things build up. Will he be voted out soon? I'd say he's got about two more games in him anyways and it might be dependent on how they go. There's a good chance they are that clubhouse, I'd say. They, if, they, if there's going to be a vote, it seems to be the place to do it these days. Fabulous. Um. Will there be more fisting versus East Meath than there was against Kerry? I would hope so, because what we witnessed in Killarney last weekend was completely gutless. A gutless lack of fisting. It was shocking stuff. After driving all that way as well. Not that I drove all that way anyways, but for the people who did drive all that way. And speaking of driving all the way, we'd be driving her all the way up to Dublin come Sunday morning... And we've been asked by one of our dear, dear friends of the page, where is the best place to stop on the way to Coke Park? <coughs> I'll let you answer this one first. 
loyal followers of the page will know that we had an answer to this question previously that kind of rolled off the tongue, but we Amir back, we, we don't settle for any less. We continue to ask questions of ourselves, of others, of filling stations and takeaways on the road, especially in the Balanalak vicinity. Um, Things have soured for me around there greatly now the last while, I have to say. Have they felt Larry? They have. Why so? So much to the point now that, that I actually stop in Termin Barry in County Roscommon, yeah. That's a measure of how bad things have got. Oh my God. I'm now choosing to st- actually stop and get out in County Roscommon. What's the rationale there? I mean, I just think we've been, I just don't think we've been treated right. You know, I think we, we've given a lot. No more than this Mayo team. You could say we probably didn't get what we deserved. And, you know, I wouldn't mind taking my business elsewhere. There's a nice new little filling station opened up there in Balnalak. It's a small little one. Very handy on the way up now. You don't have to cross over the road. This is the left-hand side. On the left-hand side as you head towards Dublin. That's where you'll be on Sunday? Yeah. You'll find me there on Sunday because it's just, it's just a lot nicer. There you have it, folks. Your very own Fat Larry calling for... A full-on Balnalak boycott. And if the owners of that shop do want to get in touch, feel free. We'd be happy to do a bit of work with you lads. Yeah, you, you advertise the place first and then you ask for the money afterwards. I think that's how all these uh, podcasts work. So, a couple more. This is a tough question. This is a very tough question, actually. Who is the best player on the Mayo team? Hmm. That's not easy to answer. That's a very, very good question. Well, it depends on what you define as the meaning of the word best. Are we talking best in terms of, you know, how fabulous they are? Is it their football? Their fashion? Hairstyles? Hairstyle. I mean, he, he mightn't be on the team at the moment, but has anyone ever come close to surpassing Tom Parsons in any of those categories, in your opinion? No. Mm. across the whole spectrum across the Mayo spectrum he's the one for me he ticks the most boxes for me whether he has one knee or two knees I'd take him with one no bother and I'd like to see him on two so Tom Parsons for us what a guy he's been rearranging jaws in the Mayo uh, in Mayo training apparently the last few weeks so it looks like he's nearing a return Could we see him return to action as early as this weekend? God, nothing would make me happier. Nothing would make me harder. Not at all. What a a treat that would be. So hopefully now we see Tom back. Gorgeous Tom. In the not too distant future. Fabulous fella. So I think, yeah, Parsons. Best player on the Mayo team. He's also the one that isn't playing. So that kind of sums up how things are going for us. Um, Thoughts on... I think this will be the last one. Big Mickey... Murray. Big Murray's Mickey. Balanaz Big Mickey. Now he ended up missing the game at the weekend. I thought he would have been a very viable option. He ended up getting a a brain contusion in Mayo training. What? He was lifted off the ground in a, a cane style choke slam, I think, by Donald Vaughan. Right. And he obviously missed the game at the weekend due to that. Same way Fionn McDonough, you know he's been suffering from jaw problems. He got hit by Sweet Chin Music from Chris Barrett at the end of the training last Thursday. I was there and I saw it. Horan is really 
you're getting really, really physical on the training ground. Training sessions are more resemblant of a Royal Rumble than they are of a Gaelic football match. But I, for one, love to see it. And I think as the injuries rack up, you know, teams are going to start to underestimate us. And I think that's where we're going to catch them on the sly. Hmm. Catch them cold. I think Mickey's a great player. Very, you know, very, very mobile fella. Nice guy too. Lovely guy by all accounts. Fabulous fella. Listen, with little else to do, I suppose we can set you off safe in the knowledge that there is another day out. In fact, there's two more days out. How they'll go for us, we don't know. Will we still be involved at the business end? Will we make it through to the after eights? It's difficult to say at this point. Well, as we always said here at Mayo, we're back. Whether we win or we lose, we win either way. We keep winning. The podcast will keep coming. If we lose, the podcast will be coming at an even higher rate. Because things that's when things get really interesting for us. So, you know, don't fear. The podcasts are going to be coming. They're going to be coming thick and fast every week. And we're happy to do it. We couldn't be happier, folks. We want to hear ye in Crow Park on Sunday. We want to hear that Mayo cry. We want to hear, specifically, the Mayo do-do-do called into action. Because we're coming to the stage of the season now where it's do-do-do or die-die-die. So, we will be heavily encouraging, as we always do, the Mayo do-do-do chant to be sang loud and proud from the stands. God bless, folks. Up oh, Mayo. Mind the roads now. <laughs>